Hello and welcome to Azeroth Coast to Coast. I, if your memory has failed you, since me personally I haven't been on this show in about a million years, I'm Gavril, and these are my wonderful co-hosts, Mr. Chris. Hello. And Mr. Kevin. Hello. I'll be totally frank with you, I really don't have any idea what they talked about in the last episode, or like the last several episodes. I don't listen to them, I live them, alright? One of these two could tell you better about what we talked about previously. But this week, we are talking Tides of Vengeance. Hello. <laughs> we all sound so chipper. <laughs> you, you do know in the show notes it says last week we did eight one five PTR. I know he doesn't care. Um, <laughs> wait, last week we didn't talk about the eight one five PTR. <laughs> uh, yeah. I commit to a bit. God damn it. He likes his bits. Let him have his bits. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> so, uh, Christopher. Hi. Since you always have a million things that you want to talk about, why don't you go ahead and get that out of the way? Okay. Uh, short and sweet, gearing my priest and my monk in the US. It's been a lot of fun. I've been playing some heroes. I hate the new hero. He's a dick, and I want him to be deleted because he's an asshole. Uh, I've been playing some Final Fantasy fourteen because new expansion's coming out, and I want to play my Astrologian a little bit. And Chris killed another one of my characters. Gavril killed another one of my characters in D&D, but I have a new one already. Yes, Yay. Yes, it did. <laughs> My body count for this campaign is four currently. I'm hoping to double that number. Yeah. He's aggressive. Yeah. So that was it for your week, buddy? That was it. Um, yeah, D&D's fun. Kevin. Yeah, I've been getting a much-needed break from WoW. I haven't been really playing that too much recently. Um, we did log in for a war mode invasion, which was fun. Um, highly recommend those if you haven't done them yet with a group it's super fun um, been playing a lot of Path of Exile um, too much Path of Exile honestly but I'm having a shitload of fun I'm level 90 in Betrayal now so All right. definitely been putting my time in oh, hey I mean as long as you're having fun that's all that really matters in the end of the day right absolutely yep um, me, myself, and I, all three of us, uh, we've just been playing a lot, I've just been playing a lot of Hearthstone, of course, as one is wont to do. Um, I've been playing a lot of Destiny 2, actually. It's something that I can sit down and I can do 15 minutes worth of work, and it feels, I feel like I've really accomplished something. Which is why my WoW sub is currently lapsed, because every time I log in, I feel like I'm not actually getting anywhere. Yeah. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see if I resub up uh, sometime in the future. But um, I am also, of course, as Christopher mentioned, I am running the D and D campaign, and yeah, I really don't have a lot of time for anything else in my life besides, you know, getting like the occasional game in uh, of like of a uh, Destiny and just running D and D and trying to be a good husband basically and a decent human being that's like the only time thing i have time for anymore so i don't do a whole lot of stuff anymore mm. which is sad i i did start playing some destiny again but i really hate how there's like level requirements to furthering the story in that game so mm. like i'll play for like a mission and then i'll go to do the next mission because i want to advance the story and they're like no sorry you're not high enough level so and then I'm like, I, okay, what do I do? Dick off for a little while until I level up and then do the next mission? It's stupid. Yeah, I mean, the thing is, though, they did, like, really severely compress the leveling. So, I mean, the leveling is actually fairly quick. Yeah. So, I mean, it shouldn't take you that long. Yeah, I did some, like, real public time events. Down. It's just, it's annoying when you're trying to play through the story and catch up. Well, I understand for that. That's, 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 that's understandable. Um, I think I was 
50 just at the very end of the main campaign uh, for Forsaken. So, yeah, I'm uh, still on Warmind. Yeah. All right. I think that kind of covers about everything. Yeah. All right, guys. Bye. Y'all have a good show. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> uh, no. Feedback. No, of course not. Um, uh, listener feedback. Uh, what do we got going on in there? Nothing. No one likes us. Nothing? Nope. Really? No feedback. We're terrible people and no one likes us, which is fair. I That that may also have something to do with that, like, two-month gap at the end of the year. I mean, it wasn't two-month gap. It was, like, maybe three, like four three weeks. weeks. <clears throat> it felt like a two-month gap to me. Yes, because you weren't here for the other for shows. <laughs> That's um, fair. We have had listeners from the US, UK, Canada, Germany, and Ireland... Kevin likes his top five. (laughs) Yes. Um, See, it's just like the problem is is that like every time that I was available for the weekend, for my weekend off to come in and do a show, everyone else was like, I don't want to. I'm sick. Yeah, I've literally been sick this entire year so far. Oh, honey. Yep. Brah. Brah. (laughs) Brah. Brah. Let's move on to news. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot of shit going on in the news. Of course, uh, we'll cover World of Warcraft, actually, in the main topic. Uh, talk a little bit about 8.1.5, I believe it is. Nope, uh, 8.1.5 no. is on the PTR. We're talking about... Sorry, Tides of Vengeance, 8.2. Yeah, no, 8.1. 8.1. We're talking 8.1. It's not Tides of Vengeance. Yes. These are the changes oh, that were like time gated to when the raid started. So yeah, these we're going are, over all that. It's content. new content that's coming out as of next week. Oh, yep. Okay, gating. That's the uh, yeah. Fuck that. Um, yeah. D- Dibbles. There's not really anything going on with Dibbles. Currently, so Chris, season sixteen just started. Chris Gavril um wasn't on our our show where we talked about how we're we'll not going to be we'll going talk over to him like later. We'll, ta- we'll talk news. to him later about it. We don't have to talk to him during okay. the show about it. All right. What what have I missed now? Nothing. It's fine. Essentially, we're just doing what we always did. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, Dibbles uh, doesn't. It's Dibbles. Um, Hearthstone. Nothing interesting. They haven't teased the next expansion or anything else quite yet. So, yeah, those are both pretty boring at the moment. Um, but I there looks like there's some hot stuff going on, Christopher. Yes, uh, so as we're all aware, Heroes of the Storm, uh, Blizzard as a whole did cancel the uh, HGC, um, which is their esports brand. Um, However, former HGC teams have bandied together and they are creating their own tournament. Alright, alright, alright. I'm excited for this, because, you know, day two of BlizzCon was literally all we did was sat in the Heroes arena. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Um, article on uh, Blizzard Watch uh, reads that uh, since the announcement last December, multiple organizations have been making plans to get professional quality heroes back on the air. Uh, and this week, they started getting some of some concrete details on what the first two tournaments are being run by Hero Hero Lounge and mm-hmm. Tempo Storm uh, slash Heroes Hearth Esports. Uh, here, so that's what the first two tournaments are going to be ran by. You're going to get Heroes Round on one and Temple Storm Heroes Hearth Esports running the other. Um, the Heroes Lounge is going to be the larger of the two tournaments. It's going to be looking at a multiple week tournament set up in both Europe and North America. Uh, and it'll be completely crowdfunded, uh, with a crowdfunded, uh, prize pool, uh, to split between the regions that's currently sitting at over $15,000 US. It could be better. Well, yeah. You know what? It's, yeah. it's all crowdfunding because Blizzard, you know, go away. <laughs> Blizzard fucked off and yeah. that was Blizzard's whole thing. But that's... That's... Activision Blizzard for you. Cut costs and then pay some... And then hire a new CFO with a $15 million bonus. Yeah. yeah. Um, the second tournament, which is the Heroes Invitational, is ran by um, HHE and Temple Storm. Uh, they've been working as well to get it set up. Uh, and it's currently sitting at a $5,000 prize, prize pool, which again, crowdfunded. Uh, and they're doing their own crowdfunding for it. 
And that's going to be taking place in February, and it's also going to be a single elimination style tournament. Uh, but where is primarily North America? Okay. That works out for me. I'm happy no that we're going to get air. some Heroes Esports. I'm excited. No dead air, Christopher. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. Okay, I still love you, boo. Okay. But no dead air. Um, Mr. Kevin, I heard some stuff is going on in Overwatch. There is some stuff <clears throat> going on in Overwatch, and I have actually been playing the Overwatch and getting the Ana uh, rewards, mm -hmm. which is pretty fun. You just have to play games and win games to get those. That's currently going on. And coming in uh, January 24th, which is a few days from now, uh, the Lunar New Year returns. And the Lunar New Year will run between January 24th and February 18th. Um, <clears throat> and during that event, they're going to have special loot boxes and special uh, Year of the Pig type uh, skins and whatnot. So um, mm -hmm. check that out. There's a link in the show notes with a little video. And uh, yeah, I don't know if they've actually posted all of the They've rewards. posted the first one. For the um for the new skins. They posted Reapers. Mm-hmm. Um he is Lubu the general. Lubu which if you know if you know um uh Three Kingdoms saga or uh, Romance of the Three Kingdoms or any of those sort of like uh warring states period of China video games that have existed for like a million years, like Dynasty Warriors and things like that, Lubu is like big deal character so mm -hmm. uh yeah the skin looks okay <clears throat> yeah cool hopefully they'll release some other cool skins and you'll be able to get skins from loot boxes from previous years if you haven't done that uh -huh. already. Uh, loot boxes um <clears throat> oh dear R rip heroes of the storm with your perfect model Rip Heroes of the Storm. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Heroes of the Storm still exists. I know. It means the monetization of it. Yeah, the whole thing's just going to go like sideways eventually. So that's very sad. Uh, Starcraft, nothing's really going on. We did just get a small patch, but it was mostly a... Um, it was related to doodads. Uh, the upper limit for doodads on a map has now been increased to 100,000. There was a couple of small balance uh, bug fixes for co-op mode. And I think there were a couple of small fixes for uh, a specific map. But beyond that, uh, not really anything going on in StarCraft world. Uh, but something's going on in the Blizzard world, isn't it? The Activision Blizzard world, in fact. Yeah. Um... This one uh, broke maybe middle of the week, um, and it doesn't involve the whole Bungie splitting away from Activision thing. So uh, there's a variety article that we will link to in our show notes um, that indicates that uh, Activision Activision Blizzard is under investigation for fraud claims, uh, which was brought forth by company investors. Um, the article reads that uh, on the 11th of January, the company disclosed that it would be separating from its design and development partner, Bungie, and the Bungie would be assuming full publishing rights uh, and responsibilities of the Destiny franchises. Um, and that's... I've lost the thing. Uh, and and, 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 and failing, uh, Activision wrote that it's... Uh, as a result of the deal, the company does not expect to recognize material revenue, operating and operating incomes, and operating loss from the Destiny franchises. And yeah, that's the whole idea of just the possibility that there's fraudulent activity going on, and we've not got the full details, obviously, but they are being investigated for that since the split. It's also interesting to point that. Activision Blizzards throughout all three of its divisions, Activision Blizzard and King, uh, have had departures of top uh, two executives as well as hiring new heads for all three of them. Mm -hmm. And I, I think I, I get to tell a bonus story. Uh, the bonus that they paid to their new CFO, yeah. which totaled $15 million in bonus compensation. 
I believe it was, um, at a time when they're being told very carefully that you know this is a this is a saving economy. We need to we need to save money. We need to cut spending. It's like oh yeah, we're gonna pay fifteen million dollars to a brand new CFO. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, it's not. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's a, this has been the shit show. It's okay. Yeah, I think the end of twenty eighteen, start of twenty nineteen. It's just been fucking chaos. It's absolute yeah. chaos when it comes to Activision yeah. Blizzard. Yeah, and it's like the worst part is is that everybody blames it. everybody blames it on the parent company, blames it on Activision, but Blizzard and Activision can can fuck things up on their own. Yes. Oh, 100%. Perfectly fine by themselves, okay? 100%. Blizzard is a strong, independent game developer who don't need no uh, parent company, all right? They can fuck things up all on their own. So let's take a drink of water. Yes, no, completely. Mm -hmm. All right, news is done? News is done. Kevin? Yeah, I was just going to add, you know, let's mm-hmm. see what happens to their stock, too, after that article came out, because it's already tanked. It's already tanked, but it's a lot of a lot of uh, analysts are saying that it's a good buy right now because it will rebound. Yeah, mm, we hope. I mean, I'm just repeating <clears throat> what people have said, buddy. It's experts. just they feel like it's a, well, experts are right. 50% of the time. Mm. Just like everyone else. True. Mm. Let's move on to the main topic. Yeah. So, as people are aware, Tides of Vengeance dropped uh, and released the basic open world content uh, a few weeks ago. Uh, this week we are getting the PvE and PvP the uh, instance content so we've got uh, it will it will all go live on January 22nd in US January 23rd in Europe and the 24th in Asia and it'll have uh, everything from a new raid to the start of the season 2 from uh, Mythic Plus as well as PvP and it will have significant Azerite changes um, that I think we're leaving off for now then we're going to probably talk about that as a whole thing at some point because that's it that's it that's a whole another another thing <laughs> okay maybe a topic for next week possibly more than likely because that's that's a whole thing that that's getting that yeah <laughs> um so let's start off with the battle of Dazara lore which is the first real major attempt at two separate raids for both factions because they, they run, they run similarly in the regards to boss counts, what bosses you're killing. But you're playing it differently. The Horde are defending Dazaralor, the Alliance are attack are sieging Dazaralor. Um and what comes with that, because you'll be fighting bosses that are unique to each side, will be the faction change that comes with Dazaralor. So uh if you are, say, for example, a Blood Elf and you're playing a hunter. During the fights that only the Alliance will have access to, you will be transformed into a human with racials and everything. Uh, with the exception of if you are a demon hunter, you will be transformed into a night elf because human de- human demon hunters don't exist. <sighs> Bless you. <laughs> and Thank you. We're linking extensively in the show notes. There is a table that shows you if you are alliance who you will turn into and if you're horde who you will turn into yes because it's not as straightforward as you think no it's kind of weird uh goblins for example they will turn into gnomes except hunters and shamans shamans i understand because you know gnomes shamans don't exist so you'll be a dwarf gnome hunters exist why is that a thing (laughs) yeah it's weird that is odd. For gnome hunters, for, for goblin hunters, not getting. And per gnomes. Wowhead, if you are a gnome hunter, it's like it doesn't even show you what you'll turn into. Well, uh, per Wowhead, it doesn't matter because on the Fetcher Buzzard website, if you're uh, if you're a gnome, you will go straight into being a uh, goblin. Except if you're a monk, that's the only exception. You'll be a blood elf because goblin monks don't exist. Mm-hmm. 
It's all it, so it, you, it all comes down to yeah. the the class race limitations, but which one will work better? I mean, the fact that they went through this is crazy. They put a lot of work into this. Yeah, it, it's kind of crazy. And you, you may want to go to the WoW website and check out what your racials are going to be while you're in your other race. Yeah, if you're a one-race <laughs> hero who only plays like Night Elves and don't play anything else and don't gnomes. PvP to, enough to care about the other racials, maybe look into mm-hmm. what, you're gonna get, what, what you're going to be using during the raid. Because that'll be helpful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. And All right. But mm-hmm. before we even get into this too much, we may want to talk about the lockout schedule because normal and heroic are the only difficulties that are opening up on the 22nd yes, uh, or the 23rd in the EU. Um, you're going to have to wait for the 29th or the 30th if you want to do LFR starting with wing one. Yes. Or mythic. Yes. So... Uh, other there wings will be coming out later in February, February 12th and 13th for Wing 2, February 26th and 27th for Wing 3. Okay. Uh, what Should else? we get into a little bit of the loots? Uh, you, yeah, let's talk about some loots. Uh, now, uh, as we progress through uh, and start talking specifically about m- mounts, there will be some minor spoilers So when we start talking about the mounts. Maybe tune out for about five minutes. <clears throat> so, uh, loot-wise, uh, in regards to what we'll be dropping about the Battle of Desire Lore, uh, you will get 18 level 370 from LFR, 385 from Normal, 400 from Heroic, and 415 from Mythic. Now, these can all Titanforge up to five, uh, Warforge and Titanforge up to f- 15 eye levels higher, so you'll be able to scale that based on maths, because you're not Except dumb people. weapons. Which don't tighten for Yes, but everything else will. And as mm-hmm. our armor, they don't either, but they're their own weird thing. No one likes them. <laughs> Have you guys looked at the new armor sets and the new transmog items? I don't get gear wise. I've looked at some of them. Uh, I'm I'm skimming through them again just to see what I've missed. And oh god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that a lot of the armor sets are kind of like, you know, they've got like the skeleton vibe to it. There's um, skulls all over it. I mean, I kind of get where they're going because this whole patch is supposed to be about Buon Sandy and Death Gods and stuff like that. So I kind of get it. I think the but only one I like really is the cloth. Into skulls. I think the only one I like is the cloth one. I'm not even into the cloth one. Uh, links in the show notes. So that you can look at more, but yeah, the the um, raid sets uh, transmog wise are very heavily skull and bones themed, uh, except for like um, the male sets, which kind of look more like feathery. I mean, there are skulls on them. There's still skulls and bones, but it's a blood little, for the blood god, skulls different. for the skull throne. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. What I will um, say is that the crowns. Um, yeah. look absolutely really good they look amazing actually I'm very happy with them they look very good LB refers to the crowns as the uh, Burger King crowns that's what they remind does me of it does look like a Burger King crown that you would get as a kid when you had a birthday party at Burger King yeah so that is a thing um, mm-hmm. and the other cool transmog thing that I saw was the cursed monkey paw which, Which looks like that? a skeleton monkey paw. Um, like what, you get it from Gronk. No, no. But what, what is it? A mace? Is it a offhand? Is it a? Um, the cursed monkey paw is held in your offhand. Offhand. So I'm just having. A, I'm oh, assuming wow, you'll be holding really a cursed monkey paw. That actually does look really good. I'm quite impressed by that. And Gavril, what does that remind me of? Wasn't there like some kind? Oh, it was in um, uh, Simpsons, right? Didn't they have a Halloween episode with a Curse Monkey I think everything has done was. a Curse Monkey Paw. Everybody's done a Monkey's Paw at some point, but uh, yeah, that kind of looks like the one from uh, uh, from The Simpsons, but not quite. Close enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's some cool swords, and there's some there's a gun. The gun and, looks really <clears> good. <throat> the gun looks really good for hunters. Yeah. 
So take a moment, check that stuff out, figure out what you want to farm for. Um, interesting new transmog stuff. Okay, mm. mounts. Okay, mounts, mounts, mounts. So again, clarification: if you don't want to hear minor spoilers for the raid, uh, please go away. Come back in five. Uh, so uh, there are two mounts that will drop from the actual raid itself from bosses, um, and. They both look really cool, actually. Um, the first drops from Mechatork, who is one of the bosses uh, within the dungeon. Uh, it's the GMD, and it's a mechanical suit. Uh, I believe LB confirmed earlier that it, it was essentially Gallywix's suit. Yes, it's the G mod, GMOD, um, and it is Gallywix's personally. Uh, I, I actually read up about this a few minutes ago. Uh, Gallywix. Uh, uh, commissions it because he wanted to take on Mechatork. And it stands for the Mech of Death. Gallywix's Gallywix Mech of Death. Mech of Death. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with that. I think that's fine. Gallywix's Mech of Death. Um, it looks cool. I mean, it's obviously also, you know, little, little tongue-in-cheek Easter egg Gmod, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. Clearly. What's the tongue-in-cheek? I don't get the joke. Gmod is a popular mod for Half-Life. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's been around for about a million and a half oh, years. Oh, Gary's mod. Yeah, Gary's mod. Gmod. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Spelled the exact same way, all caps. G-M-O-D. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice little reference. I messed know. up the old when I was spelling it, didn't I? Uh, you did originally, yeah. Okay. GMD is what you said. Ah, see, I'm a tip. Um, <laughs> uh, the next boss is the Glacial Tidestorm that is dropping from Jaina Proudmore, uh, the final boss of the raid. Um, on Mythic. On Mythic only. Oh. This is a unique Mythic only mount. This is your moose. This is your moose. And it is fucking beautiful. It's a water elemental. It is so a beautiful cool. water elemental. It is a badass water elemental. It's got you spikes on it. I, I respect them for putting that at Mythic after all the work that uh, shamans went through to get their writable elemental. I respect them putting this as Mythic only. I also respect that. I, I completely agree with that choice there. And I like the fact that, yes, there is a mount that everyone can farm, which is the which is the Mechatork mount. But there is something mm-hmm. that is unique and specific for and special for people who are mythic raiders because they're the cream of the crop. They should have the unique special snowflake stuff. I disagree with that, but that's something we've discussed ad nauseum. Yes, we've discussed this way too much. We've discussed that to death, so. But it is a very pretty man. It's a very pretty man. Yes, it is a pretty man. It is very pretty. Chris, what if you do all the achievements in Tazar lore? Ah, oh, ah, right. So if you do the uh, Glory of the Desaralor Raider, uh, the one you get there, and my browser just crashed, so I lost the picture of the thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's the Desaralor oh, Wind honey. Reaver. Thank you. <laughs> the Desar- yes, as he said, the Desaralor Wind Reaver. Which is, is a badass pterodactyl. It is a very pretty pterodactyl. I do like the pterodactyl mounts. It looks really cool. There's like little horns attached to it. Yeah, so people who are running around Dazaralor will notice these things on a regular. They're either on a perch or they're flying above you. Um, or they're you're using them as a flight path. Uh, these are beautiful things. They're so cool. Yay! Yeah, you sound so depressed today. <laughs> I'm not particularly. I'm just being Gavril. The way Gavril used to be. No, I'm just uh, a little under the weather. That's all. You do, you do sound all that. blocked up, love. Yeah, I am. Very much so. Um, yeah, so what else is going on with that? What else is uh, picking up? In- I mean, just just to note quickly, there are some new battle pets. There are some titles. And- it's the same things they add every time. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, moving on to Mythic Plus Season 2 uh, this is the first time we've kind of had uh, unique stuff that's came along as an affixes for each season so they're removing the one that was specifically for Gahoon which was the I can't remember the name of it uh, blame feeling on the name of it 
That doesn't matter. Uh, Infested. Infested. That's going away. Infested was the season one affix. That's going away. And will be replaced by Reaping, which is a season two affix. So any dungeon you do at level 10 or above will have this third, uh, this new affix attached. Now, what Reaping does, uh, is that how Reaping works is every 20, every 20% of enemy, f- uh, of the enemy forces bar, Wham Sandy will resurrect all of the spirits, uh, of the trash creatures you have killed to that point, And they will charge at you no matter where you are in this dungeon. This will happen a total of five times per dungeon. Um, yeah. So because it happens every 20%, you will be in complete control of when it happens. You can plan for it. You can adjust for it. You can make sure you don't do crazy pills. Um, you can drink beforehand. Exactly. <laughs> um, and the atmosphere will change. So the, uh, the, the everything will be very cool and like, deathy when it happens um so you'll know it's coming and like i said wherever you are in the dungeon they will charge your ass so be ready for it <laughs> it sounds scary it sounds fun swiggity swooty they coming for that booty mm, kind of <laughs> uh, it does sound really fun though and i'm very excited to give it a try yeah yeah um Eh. With this, with the season two, uh, they're also getting changes to the gear rewards. Um, so normal will will be scaled up to three forty, heroic will be scaled up to three fifty five, mythic will be scaled up to three seventy base. And for each keystone, they will also be increasing with uh, the weekly chest increasing as well, uh, to a maximum of plus ten, which will be four hundred eye level and four ten in the weekly chest. And they're also scaling the difficulty, so they will also be harder. Yes, just like they did in Legion. Everything gets harder, but the rewards get better. Um, mm-hmm. They'll also be bumping up the uh, cost of the Titan Residuum gear, uh, which will be going up and rewarding better loot as well. So it will be scaling to the Season 2 gear as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also uh, very important to note, any gear that you get will not any gear that you've got won't be scaling or stuff like that so any gear which wouldn't have been dropping the new what's it called the new azurite tokens the new the new azurite levels sorry because they're all coming as well mm-hmm. um and uh they'll be drop up until the actual release of this content though you'll still be getting the lower lower volumes of uh, titan residuum um so until then you can't really go crazy and you know, just farm mythics and do that because you won't get high amounts. But once the new content comes out, anything you scrap or disenchant, you'll be getting a higher amount of Titan Residuum because it'll be the new content. Okay. So, more scaling changes incoming for that. All right. Yeah, it's, it's, I'm happy with it. I, I think that having the vendor there is helping a lot, to be honest. <laughs> okay. That's fair. That's totally fair. Um, Kevin? Uh, yes. I was trying to, like, gently throw to Segway. you. Segway. Uh, <laughs> yeah, to that um. last section. <laughs> yeah, Chris did all the PvP stuff. I mean, it's all there for you, but okay. <laughs> uh, so, PvP Season 2 will also be ticking off. Uh, you, The gear scaling will come out as it always does, uh, with the same as the Mythic. Um, and the, the actual PvP system is relatively the, relatively the same as what Season 1 was. Um, so, for uh, you will start off as obviously unranked. At the end, you'll get the 370 piece. At the end of match, you'll get 370. That will scale up to uh, Gladiator, where you'll be getting a 405. And for the weekly caches, if you're unranked, it'll be 835. With up to Gladiator is 415. Um, and bear in mind that uh, there's brackets in between, so it'll scale up appropriately, just like everything else does. And right. we... As per usual. As per usual. And we got some really weird... That's the only way I can describe it. Weird looking mounts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we got the vicious black uh, bone steed, which is a just essentially another undead horse um, for the vicious mount for the horde, and the vicious mount for the alliance is 
And this is what a lot of people are really angry about. The Vicious Black War Saber. It's, a re- it's another cat. L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L-O-L. It's another cat. Um, could have been another horse. Could have been another horse. At least it wasn't a hippo, again. <laughs> um, after getting your first mount for this season, though, uh, this is the one change for the PvP system, really, the big one. Um, any additional progress that you uh, will be will you will be building up as the season continues, you'll be able to get a vicious saddle, and you'll be able to purchase older PvP seasonal mounts that you do not already own. So that's a nice little thing. I like that. Because one, because once you maxed out that bar and got the vicious mount, there was no other than just PvPing. There was no other, you know, drive to go for. Especially if you're already geared out. Now there is. So yay! You can get stuff you haven't got before. Yep. Always good things. Um. Ah yes. Last thing would be the uh, gear that you uh, the, the the world quest is scaling up as well. So anything you get from world quest is also scaling up uh, with the with the patch. Yeah. Which means you can certainly the uh, uh, emissary chests should be increasing. Oh, they right. are increasing, so yeah. uh, you can get a maximum of uh, four hundred eye level from the emissary quests, and it would be three seventy from the general world quests. It's a big jump for world quest content. Yep. It's the first time we've really had a big jump like that with the world quest stuff, because even in Legion, it didn't scale that high. They still did scale it, yeah, but, but it wasn't nowhere near like that, that high. Yeah. I mean, 400 is the eye level that drops from heroic raids. Yep. It's, yeah, it's big. A big jump. Um, <clears throat> but we will have full list to everything that's going on here. In our show notes, as we as we always do, um, the what 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 do you think? What do you what stands out? What's the big thing that you're happy or annoyed about? Um, I do like the jump on the uh, Mythic Plus dungeons and getting better rewards from them, keeping um, them relevant. We'll see how hard they are. Like, if I'm only going to be able to do a five or a six at the beginning, uh. It's going to be interesting, but I, I like when they increase the difficulty and they kind of make it harder, and it feels kind of like when you started playing at the beginning of the expansion. Yeah, I, I, that is one of the things that, uh, from Legion and, and carried on into battle, I do like that they are keeping five-mans relevant, because I prefer, I love five-man content. It's so fun. I love doing dungeons yep. with my guildies. Yeah, I mean... I'm not as concerned that you can get higher eye level gear from like world quests and emissaries because like, you know, just from going through the raid on a weekly basis, you don't always get all slots or all pieces that you need. So it does help to supplement that and fill out the rest of your gear set more quickly. We'll, we'll talk about that at some point. We'll talk about the world quests and LB, LB had a suggestion for a topic that we that we'll talk yep. about. <laughs> Um, LB did mention something that we missed, which is when you fail the timer on a Mythic Plus dungeon, you'll be able to talk to Wamsamdi and he'll give you a buff so that you can complete the dungeon in a more efficient way. Oh, wow. So if you fail the timer, you'll get a buff to just rush through the rest of the dungeon? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to be a buff, but it's not going to, you're not going to be able to just steamroll the rest yeah, of the dungeon. Yeah, but it'll like, speed things up because you're not going to, because it's yeah. not like you're uh, completing the chest. So. No, that's no, good. I, mean, it makes, I like that. It makes sense because, you know, the reason that you didn't do the timer is probably because you were having difficulty in the dungeon and this should help out and not make the rest. It will turn it from being like a complete wipe fest to like maybe you'll get through the dungeon. You'll actually complete it because that was one of the biggest yeah. things. Keys just died because people didn't want to finish the dungeon because there was it was yeah. too it was too tedious to try and finish the dungeon if you hadn't done it. Yeah. I mean, that's not to say if like you're completely outgeared by the dungeon level you're in, you're just not going to have a difficult time to begin mm-hmm, with. But mm-hmm. you know, if it was like maybe a plus one above what you should have been doing, then maybe it'll help you finish it out. It's a nice, it's a nice little change. It doesn't really change anything in regards to completing the key and getting a better, uh, getting a better um, actual. Key from it. I couldn't remember what I couldn't remember the word key there. Um, 
So, so it's just it's just for yeah, something it's... like you've already failed. So you know, let's just get you through this so you can go do another one. And and I can also see it being helpful if like you're trying to push to the next higher key level, and maybe you're not doing it to get you know a upgraded key, but maybe you're doing it for your weekly chest and making sure that your reward is better at the end of the week. Yeah. 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 We're all kind of lots of non-committal sounds. Lots of non-committal sounds. The big question is: Is Gavril going to resub after hearing the awesome changes that are coming next week? (laughs) I will. I will. I said this two weeks ago. I said this last week, I think, and I'll say it again. If you are not enjoying WoW in its current state, do not sub. Wait till eight point two when shit's actually going to get fun again. Hopefully. So if you're yeah, sub- I mean, fingers crossed. If you're subbed and not having fun, unsub. Go play some Final Fantasy. Go play some Heroes. Go go outside and meet people. <laughs> um, I still think yeah. that what they're adding next week is helpful because they're you know making rewards better and you can increase your eye level so and you can at least power yourself up. Here's how I'll disagree with you. Because it, they're not adding anything new. They're just scaling current stuff up. Mm-hmm. It's not it's nothing it's nothing new, nothing I groundbreaking. Don't raid. I don't I don't raid anymore, so this is a raid patch. Mm-hmm. So yeah. There's nothing new, there's nothing groundbreaking, there's not a new island, there's not a new major storyline, there's not a new faction to grind out. There's nothing new coming in this patch. The only big new thing is raider exclusive. If you're a raider or even a part-time raider through LFR, this is your content. And this is just scaling up everything that they need to scale up to keep it all on par with that raid content. Yeah. I mean, even for people who don't raid, the higher eye levels for world quests and stuff is still something that you can grind for to increase your overall eye level, which if it's if you like doing that, then that's there. Completely. Which is why I say if you're enjoying WoW in its current form and its current iteration, keep subbed, keep playing, keep having fun because you're having fun. If you're not enjoying WoW in its current iteration, these changes are not going to draw you back in because it's not a big change to the game. It's a just it's just a, it's an eye level scale. Wait for wait for eight two. Then you'll have fun because that's where we're actually getting in two new islands. We're getting uh, we're getting brand new dungeons. We're getting um, new raids, we're getting crazy story uh, progression we're, that's what you want to wait for but we're not getting that yet so you know go do other things, have fun I mean to to be fair LB is saying that you know this dungeon for people who have played it they're saying it's one of the best dungeons in a very long time and I hope and I pray it is because uh, it's it's got it's got a lot of making up to do from what we've had this expansion because Legion I wasn't bored at this point in the expansion I'm bored right now mm. um and if uh, it's the big predecessor that every raid in my opinion this is purely my opinion the big predecessor that every raid has to try and beat because nothing so far has done it is Ulduar. I don't imagine it will, but I'd like to see it try. Yeah, mm. it's fair. So that means Gavril isn't resubbing. Nope, not at the moment. Not not until eight two, I would imagine. Would you agree with that? Probably close. <laughs> I'd say that's probably pretty close in the time frame. It's, it's just. As, as I, I don't want to ever encourage people to just stay subbed if they're not having fun because they're just going to hate well, the game. I mean, I mean I'm, I'm curious now, Gavril, like, let's say 8-2 is whatever Gavril wants 8-2 to be. What, what has to be in 8-2 to get you to resub? I'm not sure. That's the problem. I played so much WoW over the years. I don't know what I want because my... My playstyle has grown and changed and evolved and shifted from what it used to be. So I could tell you eight, nine years ago, I would have wanted more raids, more raids and more harder raids. I don't really raid anymore. Obviously, that's not what I want. Mm -hmm. Uh, Five man content is annoying because other human beings are suffering. Hmm. 
<laughs> I, yes, I know, I know. Other human beings, the the presence of being another human beings is suffering to me. So yes, I, I would much prefer not to do content with other human beings. Thank you. And that's one of the biggest um, problems. There is in, a, in Legion. There was a lot of solo content for you to be able to do and just jump in. There's not mm-hmm. really a lot in battle yet. Other than the war campaign. Other than the war campaign. Or the Jaina quest line. Uh, that's just the that's just the story. That's, that's the campaign. Yeah, that's just, that's just the level cap story. Like, there's not going to be any continuation to that because the war campaign is going to be dragging into that. Yeah, I mean, a, a discussion that LB and I had earlier in the week was about how we would continue to do world quests, and you know, a lot of times world quests you do solo because it's just there. Um, but we would continue to do those because they had an chance to drop a legendary and even though it was a small chance you would still do them because you could get your emissary and potentially get a legendary and that kind of kept people continuing to do that i think world quests have kind of lost their sheen at this point because there's no legendary incentive there well that's one of the yeah and it's just you know how many weeks or how many daily emissaries can you do before you get burnt out on them like three years worth four years worth yeah Pretty much, and that's... World Quests are great. They are a good, bite-sized system. But at the same time, they get really frustrating eventually. Yeah, and one of the things that obviously Blizzard has stopped functioning now is the add-ons like World Quest Script Finder that made them quick and easy and fast, and can't do that anymore so you can't just get them out of your way and go do other stuff it's more of a i have to actually you, well, my you way can through use it. those tools too but there's more it's manual more manual work. and it's uh, you have to actually go through the group finder now it's they've, just, they've broke the automated system that a lot of people were utilizing it for to get through these quickly and get them done and out of the way mm-hmm. because it's not engaging content it's oh okay i gotta go collect 10 bear asses and take them to taranda okay there you go done but at least you could have done that quickly as a group and get out of the way and then go do something engaging, like a dungeon or a PvP or a raid. You could go mm-hmm. do the engaging stuff after you got your world quests and, and emissaries out of the way. Quickly. I, I feel like they are adding more content for smaller group sizes. Like, you know, they had other than five-man dungeons, they added the island expeditions for the three-man yeah, groups, but though? even those are yeah, even those are not that engaging and people never want to do them. The, the, uh, well, uh, no, I'll disagree with that because I've done, since the patch came out and the all of the island expedition changes came in, they are a lot more engaging. They're a lot more fun. I will 100% back the changes that they have done to these island expeditions because they're more fun. But I I, I, I feel for mm-hmm. Gavril because they're, they haven't really done any solo content that isn't gated behind weeks of shit. Mm-hmm. Or reps. I mean, Which should, the reps are fine. That's fair, but yeah. Should they be focusing on solo content in an MMO RPG? Well, they did in Legion. Look at the amount they, of shit they had for solo players in Legion. Yep, and you have to remember that WoW is, we went over this before, WoW is a sandbox. It is a theme park MMO. It is a, a theme park, sorry. It is a theme park MMO, which means that they need to appeal to as many different clients as they possibly can. To maximize their revenue. And antisocial assholes like Gavril and I are audiences they do need exist. to appeal to. We do exist, so and we do spend money. What was the solo content that you were clamoring about in Legion? Was it just the class halls? The class order halls. Uh, you had the you class had... halls. You had, uh, you had the class order halls. You had all the various um, uh, unlocking and upgrading uh, quest lines that were available. Like the, the artifact, the, like the weapon, artifact weapons, the solo mount, challenges you line. had for the artifacts with the mage tower. Oh yeah, mage there tower. was a lot of solo yep. content that was in Legion that just doesn't exist here. Yep. Hmm. That's a good point. It just, it's just yeah. That was. Uh, I think that's one of the reasons why I probably I feel like I probably stick around with um, um, Legion a lot more. Legion as long as I did, yeah. Because you actually had solo content that you could thrive to. You, if you wanted to get all of your... Uh, the weathered scenarios, another one, <laughs> thanks, LB. 
<laughs> Withered scenario, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. If you want, he's it, totally trolling. No, I know he is, but it's a fact. It, 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 it was solo content that people did. Um, I didn't mm-hmm. mind it. I enjoyed I just hated it. Farming ancient mana. There was the ancient mana stuff that was annoying. Yeah, it, it I, took. That was so. I, I I remember viscerally beating it for the first time. Yeah. And I, I remember getting my mount and then never doing it again. No, I, yeah, I, fuck you. I like doing it. I just hated farming the mana that went around it. Look, that mount took fucking work to get by doing that withered scenario over and over and over again. And I finally got it. And I'm glad I never had to do that again. Anyway, um, I forgot what I was saying. Uh, what was I saying before LB pointed out withered scenario? Yeah, solo, solo content. Yes, uh, so. For for example, your mage, the mage tower. If you're a paladin, if you wanted to get all three items, you, all three skins, you could have focused on that for two, three months to do it because it was hard to do early on. But there's yeah. nothing like that for a, a someone who prefers solo play to do. I mean, they love World of Warcraft, but they don't have solo play that engages them. Hmm. Yep. Well, that's, I think yeah, it's, it's right. You're you're right. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like I like You're being right. right. It makes a change. <laughs> and I mean, you know, the thing is, is that if they want to reduce the development team or focus on this or focus on that, they're going to lose players that they're not catering to. Well, they haven't said Such anything as, about the wild development yeah. team being reduced. They haven't said anything about that. Yes. Well, I mean, they could also be focused on bug fixes or the new raid or you know fixing azurite armor you know Mm. tons of other stuff has really kind of gone wrong in this expansion as well that they've had to i'm sure spend time and resources on. oh yeah they've definitely spent time and resources on fixing things that they didn't do right (laughs) there's a lot of things that they haven't done right this expansion and the resources like adding into it Adding an entire new ring to the Azerite armor and adding a bunch of new traits for that. And, and now developing you know, I'm, the Heart I'm of sure, Azeroth to essentially be the Legion artifacts. Yeah, I mean, that. I'm sure that's taking a lot of work, but that was something that people really bitched about in well, the beginning. Because we, we went from having something that had so much to it to something that was four traits. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's such a you're given At the same you're time, given the you know, world it's, it's, to something nothing. <laughs> I mean, you have to understand. It's like it's 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 a system. It needs to evolve over time. It will reach the same complexity. But it's like why why <laughs> why did we lo- get rid of all the complexity and the elegance? As as much as people complained about, oh, I had the same weapon for the entirety of the expansion, the actual system itself was so much more compelling than what we have now. So much more compelling. I'm, I miss my artifact weapons. I fucking miss them so badly. And it's something I never thought I would say throughout the entirety of Legion, because I was one of those people that I want more glaives, I want more staffs, I want more weapons, but I miss them. I would do anything to just have the same fucking weapons throughout this expansion again. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I, I do miss Ashburger, you know, that legendary weapon of old. That is now in your Forged. bank, just sitting there. <laughs> no, sir. Isn't it cannon Boy's like storage. drained of all power? Yeah, but the Hulk is still there. The Hulk of Ashbringer is still there. It's just a sword now. That makes me sad. Yep. I mean, Zalatath, that's a, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> that's a whole other thing. Uh, Naifu is coming back, but not for us. Not for us. Which makes me really sad, because I just got Zalatath on my priest, uh, because it was a boosted character, so I went back and did, and now I have the actual Zalatath weapon. And she's awesome. I had never had her before. You uh, didn't even play through all the dungeons and raids where she actually no, talks to you. No, which is why yeah, I'm going to go back and do that. And it's not just it's not just Legion content, by the way. Oh, really? Uh, I think she talks in a couple of different places in the game. Oh, like, nice! A lot of places because I know, like, even the, I know, like the I want to say, arcane mages had a talking staff. 
Aleneth spoke. Aleneth spoke, yep. Aleneth and the Naifu both spoke. And that was it. Oh. Well, um, Skull of the Minari, I think. Yeah, the Demon, Hun- Demon Hunter, not Demon Hunter, uh, Demonology Warlock. Their weapons book. Yes. Yeah, so there are three, in- sentient. three sentient weapons. And I just got a shield. I got glaives that didn't even look like glaives. Um, by the way, off topic, LB is telling me that there's not new artifact traits coming, but there definitely are. And Wowhead has an article I can link to in the show notes, and it says uh, yeah, everything the, that they're removing and everything that they're adding. Yeah, the new the new ring is entirely new traits. Yep. So check out the new Azerite traits if you haven't seen that, and check out what they are getting rid of. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> I I. It, how are we feeling about where we're at right now, guys? I think we've done this topic to death. I feel like we kind of have. Um, so, I mean... About it. Um, so, I will... Uh, real quick, before we go... Uh, I opened my phone because I got an update uh, to one of my news apps. And for some reason... Google thinks I care that Boo the Pomeranian is dead, so I just wanted to throw that in there. Who's Boo the Pomeranian? The cutest dog in the world, apparently. Oh, okay. (laughs) But my phone apparently thinks that's necessary information for Um, me, so I just wanted to throw that in there. I mean, I'm sorry, Boo, but I don't know you. (laughs) I don't know you, girl. I don't know you, Boo. I'm sorry. Hey, guys. Hey, Gav. Do that or don't do that. I've had a salt salt-free week. I'm good. Salt-free week. Except, except. God, okay. You know, I I kind of feel like, you know, we beat Old Deer, right? We beat the dungeon or the raid. Mm-hmm. We should have had a few weeks off. We didn't. People just decided not to show up instead. I feel like we should have just canceled raid, but that's just me. I mean, as a point, previously, before... Uh, they removed tier sets, you would still be doing the raid to get the tier sets and f- and finish your mm-hmm. sets. This is the first time that there is no incentive after killing the last boss to actually go back and do it. I mean, if you if you if you if your if your group is geared enough, yes. There's yep. absolutely zero incentive. Uh which the vast majority of groups by the time they get to go in are geared enough because of mythic pluses, because of heroics, and because of world quest emissaries. So Yo. Yeah, there is. I will not. I will not fault people for not showing up because there is no fucking incentive to raid after killing the last boss anymore, and it sucks. Yeah, nope. and you know, I, I think it's a nice thing in general to kind of get two nights of your week back, or even for like a week or two. No, I don't know what to do on those two nights a week. Oh, Christopher, God. relax, because guess what? You do too much shit. No, I don't like to relax. <laughs> Relaxing is for the week. How many how many games of Dungeons and Dragons are you currently involved in? Not not playing, but involved in. Uh, three, three. All right, you play three games of Dungeons and Dragons. You are playing your U.S. account again. Mm-hmm. What else are you doing again? There was a lot of it. I think Heroes and Final some other stuff. I play some Heroes every Final now and then. I jump heroes. in Final Fantasy XIV every now and then. I've got Guild Wars 2 installed. I haven't jumped into that yet. Chris, maybe just take a break for I mean, a while. Yeah, Chris, it's not like I'm playing all of these things all at one time. Chris, let me introduce you to something called Outside. I mean, I hate the world and I hate people, so... Chris, Chris, let me introduce you something to something called Lithium. <laughs> Not funny. No, no. Drug, not drugs are not the answer, Gavril. I mean, drugs are always Look, the answer. Uh, you're funny. Drugs are Games. always the fucking answer. Games are asshole. Chris's drug, obviously. Drugs are always the answer. All the drugs, games, sir. All of them. All the games are Chris's drug. Uh, no, no. I think all the drugs are Chris's drugs. <laughs> I mean, games are pretty much drugs, right? Gavril, I mean, they do you, put you have in a Skinner loop. Yep. Gavril, you have to have a do that or don't do that. 
Um, don't go chasing waterfalls. The second you said don't, I saw that coming. Time to end the, the show. The second he said don't, I saw that fucking coming. <laughs> What movie was I watching where there was someone who was inadvertently making TLC references? I can't uh, remember what movie. It I was, don't know, but, but that's funny. my whole life is just singing songs randomly, so it's okay. <laughs> hey guys, that's our show for the week. To talk to us during the week, you can find us on Twitter. The show is at AzerothCTC. Mr. Kevin over there is at SwingCat with a K. Mr. Chris is at Akari underscore Mag, and I, of course, am at Gavril underscore E. That's two I's, one L. You can send emails to the show to feedback at azrosctc.com. For links to today's show, you can visit our website at www.azrosctc.com. Shoot us a review, SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, wherever you consume your fine podcasts from. Say, T-Boss left eye on Chili Boys. What? Good night.